Hello and welcome to another bonus episode of the Uneducated Rugby Podcast. Um, this week we're doing a Munster 15 and we've got the joys of Will Kenny on. Um, hi Will, how are you doing? Good, your stuff. Yeah, very good, thanks mate. Um, do you want to do a little plug for your um, various TikTok uh, and Instagram? You're a, you're a TikToker, do you want to do a little plug for all your um, social media sites? Uh, plug for TikTok, uh, W Kenny Rugby. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really do anything on uh, on Instagram. You can just I've got I've got a YouTube channel, but then I don't really do anything on there either. You can just find <laughs> them. You can you can find them on on my on my TikTok uh, bio. Yeah. So W Kenny on TikTok, really good content to be fair, mate, and some really good edits Thank on you. there, which is nice to see. Um, we. I decided you for the for the Munster 15. I asked you if you'd be willing to do this. You've prepped it. How did you find doing it overall? Um, kind of difficult because I don't. I I'm kind of struggling to to think of like a lot of the players. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't around like 2003 and stuff. Um. But I had asked my dad for some help, but I've I put together a squad. No, I don't blame you. I I struggle with a few here. Like some positions, the names just roll off the tongue, but then other positions, you know, you're looking at a couple of difficult decisions. I back row, I found almost impossible with the strength and depth you've got there. And then alternatively, I found centres quite difficult. Um, just because I don't think you've had any big names at centres really. Um, you've had a couple uh, of. I've got I've got two quite good ones. Oh, fair enough. I look forward to hearing yeah. that. Um. I think it's fair to say the the teams will be quite based around the successful teams of 2006 and um, yeah, definitely. you know that that team that won the European Cup the the cup the team that won the European Cup a few years later as well. Um, I think I've got four players that weren't in the 2006 squad. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm very close so. to that as well. I think I was looking at my team. I was thinking that's <clears throat> that's pretty much the case for me. Um, I was quite surprised, actually. I was looking at Munster and I was thinking, you know, you haven't actually won anything for 10 years. Is that is that a worry for Munster fans? Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, no, I do, I do think that we'll, we'll be able to win something within the next like few years. Yeah. I don't think we've got like a bad squad. Or, like, a... No, you, you definitely don't. You, you have a very strong squad. I think it's just that it's a case of being the bridesmaid, not not the bride, quite a lot with yeah. um, three player final losses. Um, you've had five second place finishes in the in the URC, and um, you know. So you can tell that we've been like pushing for it, but like we just haven't gotten there. Yeah. Um, There's a, a few teams. Though. Yeah, that's the case with a few teams. Definitely the case. You know, you look at quite a few of the Scottish side, Ulster especially, you know, I think I think <laughs> that's the barometer, is this, at least if you're doing better than Ulster, is, is a good barometer to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I said I'd give you a quick quiz question now. I've given you a little bit of time to think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the last five years, uh, since, well, since the 2015-16 season, there have been five different winners of Munster's Player of the Year. Uh, one player has won it twice. So I was wondering if, how many of those you could guess. I think is O'Mahony one of them. He is. He won in 2018-19. Good. Uh, O'Connell. O'Connell is not. No. He, he's he's a, no. somehow 
Paul O'Connell has never won Munster's Player of the Year, which is quite astonishing, <laughs> really. Oh, oh I, um, Billy Holland. Billy Holland, no, Billy Holland hasn't won it either. We, Jeez, uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Simon Zebo. Another player who hasn't won it. I, he did win Young Player of the Year back in 2012 to 2013, but has never won the actual Player of the Year. In fairness, all these are, are guesses that I would have gone with, but... Um, yeah. Stander. Stander is the only player to have won it twice. He's actually won it three times in total, winning it in 2014-15 as well. You've still got two there. Um, got two. You've got three more. I, would, I, I think... I think two of them are gettable, and one of them is just... I, I'm stunned he actually won it, to be fair. Is Murray one of them? Uh, Connor Murray won it in 2013-14. Which is quite surprising that he didn't win it more recently, actually. Mm, the back rowers that we've had. Yeah, one, one is a back rower. That was last season. Oh, Coombs. Gavin Coombs. Gavin Coombs, yes, spot on. And then... The other one is uh, there's one winger is the other is the other individual I think you can get. Keith Earl. Yeah, Keith Earls won it in 2017, 18. I the one who won it in 2016-17, Tyler Blaindal, which came out of nowhere for me. I'm stunned he won it. Really? Yeah. He won it. Yeah. I, I, that was the season. Obviously, you topped the league. You were very unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm to come against a Scarlet side that were playing absolutely lights out rugby in that final, um, which was, was probably the closest you've come since. Um, yeah, we were destroyed. Yeah, I think I think any side in the world would have been destroyed by Scarlet at that stage. They were just flying. They were on another level um, for, yeah. for two weekends, which always bugs me because people talk about how great that Scarlet side was. And I think yeah. they were great for two games. Just those two games happened to be the yeah. semi-final and final. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into our Munster 15 then. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start front row or do you want to start with a back three? Uh, I'll, I'll start front row. Let's start front row. Who have you gone with then at loose head? Will? Uh, Arcus Horan. Yeah, 225 appearances. I think that says it all. You know, he's part of your 200 club, yeah. which, you know, there are quite a few players actually with over 200 appearances for Munster. But yeah. um, it's hard to argue against him. I did wonder about Dave Kilcoyne. Because um, he's been a great servant at Munster as yeah. well. Um, I, I had I had uh, Peter Clavesey in there, but then I realised it had to be since two thousand and three. Yeah. And I did think Phil Coyne, but then I, I just put in Marcus Horan because I think he's better. Oh, Marcus Horan was a great player. Um, yeah, I, I sort of hamstrung you with two thousand and three, especially when we come to hooker, because it does mean you mm-hmm. can't have Keith Wood, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Yeah. I put him in too. Difficult decision no, but, for you. Um, yeah, I had a I had a bench, but then I decided to to not go with that because I took a couple of players off that and then put them starting when I found out this in two thousand three. Yeah. So I put Jerry Flannery at two. Yeah. Um, played in both finals. Um, that mm. you won the European Championship. I I, I didn't have any qualms about putting him in straight in. Um, tight head prop. I think you've got a couple of great servants here. Stephen Archer, um, John Hayes. Um, yeah, I went with Hayes. Personally, I always felt John Hayes was quite overrated um, really? when, when I was growing up. Yeah, I, I did. Um, well, he, I, didn't, I didn't grow up with him, but, so I, I wouldn't really be able to comment. But. 
No. He, he was all right. Um, he's, I, I, say, I say all this, he is in my team. Um, 217 yeah, appearances. Yeah, yeah. I personally yeah. feel he's a better player than Stephen Archer. Um, but John Hayes, I didn't think he was as good as he, he... He got all those appearances for Ireland, and I felt that he was... I don't think he was as good as someone like Adam Jones, but that's probably a Welsh bias. Um, well, definitely a Welsh bias, I think that's fair to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'd agree. I think Adam Jones uh, was better. Yeah. Um, second Rose is a tough one. Really tough one. Yeah, there's one obvious one. Like, and then, then like, the, the other second row is kind of difficult, but... who Who's the obvious one for you? Oh, uh, O'Connor. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that he's only had 178 appearances for Munster. And I say That's only. It. Oh, apparently, yeah. yeah. I thought he'd have had quite a few more. Yeah, same. Um, he's not part of the 200 club. Hmm. Um, whereas some of the other options here are, so Billy Holland, um, Mick O'Driscoll, Donico O'Callaghan with his 268 appearances. Um, Donico Ryan um, was another name I mentioned. I would mention as well. Yeah, well, I've got four. I've got Donico O'Callaghan slash Ryan. So yeah. I think I'll go with O'Callaghan. I think I'll go with O'Callaghan. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Um, I I've gone O'Callaghan as well. So so far we've gone yeah. five for five. So. <laughs> Probably shows that we basically picked, as you mentioned yeah. previously, that 2006 starting pack because it was so dominant yeah. back then, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know if you'll agree with my back row, though. Yeah, I I found this impossible. Um, I found I really found it impossible. Um, I'm just gonna say this. This is what I'm going to say outright first is that I think Stander is massively overrated. Mm. And I, I realise that might be highly controversial. Okay. <laughs> well, um, uh, you can give me both barrels uh, on that one if you feel like it. <laughs> I think uh, now, or like before the Lions tour, like recently, he was he was definitely overrated. Um, but like throughout his career, I think he's been, <clears throat> sorry, I think he's been one of the one of the best monster players. Um, I I think I, I I like him in some ways. I just don't. I particularly didn't like him as an eight. I thought he was a okay six, but yeah. I thought the way people That's spoke under- about him, I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. I, I, but I felt similarly for Jamie Heaslip. So it's probably me being wrong yeah. rather than anything. I think it's a bit harsh to go uh, say Jamie Heaslip was uh, was overrated. Probably. Heathland's one of my favourites. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, I I don't know. There was something. I just didn't get either of the players. Um, but I'm I'm a massive Falatau fan, and I know a lot of Irish fans think he's overrated. So it probably works uh, swings and roundabouts with that one. Mm-hmm. I don't think Falatau's really massively overrated. He was anonymous in the Lions tour, though. Yeah. My, no, I, I, I didn't think, think he underperformed there. I think you're right. Yeah, he did underperform, and that's what saw Jack Conan get the nod. But yeah, let's let's go back to our back row. Um, who have you gone with at six then? Who's who's got the nod there? Peter O'Mahony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was the toughest one for me. 
Um, I wanted Omahani more than anything in my back row. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But some of the other names, you know, I mentioned Stander. I would have had him more of a six than an eight. Um, Alan Quinlan, 212 appearances. Um, yeah, I think he was he was good, but then he wasn't like he he was kind of he was much better at riling everybody up. <laughs> like, he wasn't. He's kind of the same as uh, Ryan Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think you're, I think you're right there. Um, he did get man of the match in the 2008 final um, in the European yeah. competition. Um, but it was a close run game, 16 points to 13. So that probably suggests that's what he was doing, was winding people yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Getting he penalties. Won, I'm not saying he just winded people up. I'm saying that 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 was what like one of his main attributes. Yeah. He he was a he was yeah, a great player, but yeah, a good player. But I don't I don't think he was as good as like Axel Foley or Omahani. No, we we you know we mentioned Omahani um, before, and, and he's just got that real Munster blood. It seems running through his veins. Everything yeah. he's so passionate yeah, yeah. about Munster. Everything good comes through yeah. him, really. Especially a couple of seasons ago, he was uh, when Munster had. Probably a couple of poor seasons, is that fair to say? Two or three years ago? Um, Which season? 2019? Yeah. So yeah. And he, yeah. he was pretty much the best thing in that Munster team at the time, wasn't he? Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I'd agree. And also, like, in his... in Like, earlier in his career, he was he was very, very good. Yeah, spot on. Um, so he's gone in six. I've gone with him as well. Um, I'm a huge Omahani fan. So we've agreed on that one. Seven, who have you gone with here? Uh, David Wallace. Yeah. Yeah, that was an easy one. It was. I completely agree. The, the only debate I would have had is whether I was going to put Omahani at seven, but I put yeah. Wallace was the first name I put in in that back row because, um, well, 203 appearances as a seven is pretty good going to start. Um, and I think I, re- I certainly remember it being a big battle between him and Martin Williams for the, the Lions jerseys, mm-hmm. um, especially yeah. in 09 and oh, Wallace was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Justifiably in that back row and at eight, by the sounds of it, have you gone with Axel Foley or have you gone Stander? Uh, it was difficult and I, and I, and I know there are going to be people who are going to disagree. But I've gone with CJ Stander. Oh, that's a big call, I think. Ge- genuinely, he's he's one of my favourite players of all time. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't really not go with him. No, I I can understand it. Um, I mentioned I think he's a better six than an eight. Do you feel similarly, or did you feel he's better an eight than a six? Yeah. Better six than an eight, but then he's also a really good eight. Yeah. He, uh, no, by by me saying he was overrated, like, it's perhaps a bit harsh. I think no. towards the end of his career, he he was overrated. But yeah, then, like throughout like the whole of his career, I think he's been really really good. You know, we we mentioned earlier. You know, he won three players player of the year awards at Munster, which shows how good he was really. Um, yeah, yeah you know, it does. Very consistent player year in year out. Um, I went with Anthony Axel Foley. Uh, the Axel, obviously. Yeah. A nod to a. I don't know, don't know if you'd have seen this, but the, the old Beverly Cops movies. Um, Beverly Hills Cops. I suppose you haven't seen that. Had the had the no, joys or no, no. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe maybe ask your dad about them. They're they're not the best films in the world, but um, uh, it's a it's a good laugh. Yeah, two hundred one appearances. Obviously, was the coach of Munster and really very sadly passed away a few years ago. Um, very poignant yeah. tributes paid to him. Um, they're so I'm worried about it that people aren't gonna like like my decision not to go with him, just for like, you know, like a sentimental because he because he obviously died. No, it, it's a difficult one because from from Welsh perspective, we had uh, we did these podcasts and we did a fifteen and one of the players, Matthew J Watkins, passed away a few years ago and um, we didn't have him in our Scarlets team and we found that really difficult. It's difficult to separate yeah. the sentimental and the purely rugby, isn't it? And yeah, but this is what we've got to do. We've got to do it on a purely rugby basis. And you've gone with CJ Stander, yeah. which you know. On your head, be it. No, I'm only teasing. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I did think about Leamy as well, just a, a little note to Leamy. Um, but he wasn't as good a player as Foley or um, CJ Stander, I don't yeah. think, for me. Um, no, he's he, not as good as Stander uh, or uh, Foley. No, 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 not for me. Um, let's move to backs, scrum half. I think this is straight away a difficult choice. Um, I'll, I'll give a nod to Thomas O'Leary. Um, because I think for a season or two he was brilliant around 2009 when Ireland won the Grand Slam. Um, but is it a straight shootout for you between Conor Murray and Peter Stringer? No, it was a straight Peter Stringer for me. Oh wow, really? But, I mean, no disrespect to Murray, but like Stringer was good throughout like the whole of his career, whereas Murray is kind of a bit quiet now. Would you agree? Um. I think I think Stringer did have a dip. I think he did personally. Um, I would agree. Well, Mur- I would agree. Murray's having a dip currently, though, as well. Yeah, I think you're spot on there. Well, I, w- I didn't actually see Stringer throughout his whole career. But then, like from what I've seen of him, I'm pretty sure he like I. I thought I think he's been good throughout his whole career. Sorry, because I haven't. Because I, I didn't see him obviously throughout his entire career. No, like, no, no. I think I think that's a fair assessment, though. I think, you know, Stringer. You know, when I say a dip, I mean for a season at the end. Whereas Connor, you could argue the last couple of seasons has he been oh. as good as he was in 2017, when he was. It wasn't Stringer like 40 when he retired? Yeah, well, he looked 40 yeah. throughout his career due yeah. to him losing his hair early. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he he was certainly old, and you know he's. One of the most memorable Peter Stringer moments, I think, is his tackle on Lomu, which does the rounds of quite a lot on um, social media. Have you seen that one? Lomu's the rampaging ankle. through the middle and uh, Stringer's down on his the knees, ankle. tackling his ankles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. For me, it would be um, his try in 2006 final. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's my favourite one, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a high moment. Um, you know, you were yeah. talking about a guy who was at Munster from 1998 to 2013, so probably... In in a sense, you're right. You know, his best years were at Munster before moving to you know he went on loan to Saracens and Newcastle at the end of those years, and then had had a spell at Bath where he was quite successful in Sale before a final season at Worcester. So I can understand that. I have gone with Conor Murray. Um, I've I've gone with wow. him. Yeah, I think it's a difficult one for me. Um, I think Stringer had a better pass. I suppose he did play for the Lions, Murray. So. Yeah. yeah, I can, I can kind of see, I can kind of see what you, like, why you picked him. It, it was a tough one. 
I got to be honest. I I went downstairs and I spoke to my stepdad about it. I was like, you know, who would you have, Murray or Stringer? And he said Murray straight away. Um, he he wasn't a fan of uh, um, Stringer. I I liked Stringer. I think Stringer had a good pass. I do think Murray's more of a modern scrum half in that a better defender and a better box kicker. Um, yeah, it's better box kicker. So we are talking different eras, different sort of scrum halves, really. Um, mm-hmm. It's a tough one. I did go with Conor Murray, so that's uh, so we've got a different eight nine at least. So, so at least there's a bit of debate around this uh, fifteen finally. Um, yeah. I don't think there's going to be much debate at fly half though, um, unless you've gone really controversial. Have you? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> I nearly, I nearly lost, lost it then. <laughs> Sorry, Ronan Agar. I take it you've got it fly half. Yeah. 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 Three thousand. Uh, sorry, two thousand six hundred twenty-five points, two hundred forty appearances, um, countless game-winning drop goals. It felt like, but especially that moment yeah. against Northampton. Um, that was insane. Yeah, it was very similar to the Sexton drop goal against France, wasn't it? Phase after phase, and then just yeah. get back in the pocket and eightieth minute plus, you know, slotting a drop goal to yeah. win a game. You know, Ronan Agara was. The, the king of it. Um, yeah. I remember him doing it at the Millennium Stadium in 2009 to win the Grand Slam, you know, slotting a drop goal and then slotting a, another drop goal after. Uh, he was a brilliant player, defensively not the best. Um, but... Yeah, yeah I, I agree. <laughs> I think I um, one of the people of the club I play for, um, me and him, have, have like a, a few arguments because I don't think O'Gara is one of the, or I, I don't think he's as good as Stephen Larkin because I, I don't think he was good defensively. And yep. then, like, I I quite like good defenders. And then I don't, I don't want to say that I don't like O'Gara because I really like him, but like, I don't, I wouldn't have him as like one of the, top three or top four best halves of all time. Oh, no, I completely agree. I, he's, for me, he's yeah. nowhere near it. You know, if we're talking all time yeah. being all time, um, including amateur era, 100% no. If you're to- talking professional era, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Dan Carter and Johnny Wilkinson um, are ahead of him. And then I think Odin Barrett, you're talking about, you're talking Carla Spencer, you're talking Stephen Larkham. Mm-hmm. Owen Farrell, Jonathan Sexton. I don't think the Welsh boys mm-hmm. come into it really, but there are quite a few lads who are in and around Ogara really. I think there. With the professional era, Barry John, definitely better than Ogara. Yeah, oh, he was phenomenal. Barry John back in the seventies. Um, yeah, I didn't get to watch him live, but Barry John. But yeah, he was. I don't think he was incredible. No, yeah, I, I've seen like clips of him. Ah, oh, mate, honestly, brilliant player. Um, similarly with um, Phil Bennett, uh, as a Welsh fan, you know they, those two were tearing it up in the seventies. Granted, they weren't the best defenders either. So um, I think so. Uh, there's a quote about Barry John talking about his tackling technique, which was something along the lines of someone said to him, "Let them run past you and jump on their back," <laughs> which isn't exactly. Did you say that? <laughs> Did they barrage on that? I think someone told him to do it because he was so bad at tackling. 
That's, that's mean. <laughs> he was bad, though. <laughs> he was a yeah, great player, but I, yeah, not the best tackler. <laughs> I wouldn't really be able to, to judge him on that, because like, with things like tackling and defending, like, they're kind of things that you'll have to watch them live to yeah. really, like, see if they're at it or not. Yeah, no one, no one ever does a, a, a relay of best uh, tackle misses clips do they, as their yeah. yeah. highlight reel on, on social media. Um, There's a video on YouTube. It's a compilation of Ronan O'Gara's biggest fails. Oh, really? And like, yeah, there's this uh, guy. He, he makes good videos. He's Andrew Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have, um, No, but he, um, like the dislike to like ratio was unbelievable. Like have some dislikes or something you know? <laughs> i think i think andrew ford is is welsh as well so i think that shows the welsh yeah, yeah. the welsh yeah, yeah, rivalry yeah. we we there yeah. was a there's a feeling towards ogara which was he i think there was a bit of with with welsh fans they all felt that he was a terrible defender and welsh welsh players used to run at him day in day out like uh ryan jones and then when he came through um jamie roberts um yeah but Ogara, you can't help but admire how he used to, how he used to drive the team around the pitch, especially in a wet, yeah. wet, rainy, um, yeah. Thorman Park. He was incredible. Mm-hmm. For Munster, he, he's he's very good, but then he was quite inconsistent for Ireland. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, let's move on from Ronan Ogara. Let's go to centres. You mentioned the start of the pod. You had a couple of good centres. I struggled with it personally. Um, yeah. I'll go with my 12 got... first, if that's all right, which I've gone with Maffey yeah. at 12. Yeah, I, I've done the same. You've gone with Maffey. Mm-hmm. Any any reason behind that? Or is it, you know, purely based on the European success that he had? Uh, well, I had to watch quite a few clips of him. Yeah. And I didn't really get to play lots, like, live. And, and I was really happy with him. Yeah. And yeah, it was European, I think I'll most of the clips were anyway. Yeah, he was he was brilliant in those European runs. I did think of Saili as well, who I thought was a great player. Um but no, I I did go with Maffi. And at thirteen, I'm still debating about this. Um I I've I have done a bit of questionable work, which is moving Keith Earls to thirteen. Really? Yeah. Um Partly because I didn't feel there was an out-and-out 13 that I could get behind. Um, I don't know if you felt differently. Who have you gone with there? I've gone with Howlett. Gone with Howlett at 13? Yeah. So we've both gone with players who are probably most notably known for their wing uh, players' wingers. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. What? I, I, I've also got um, your 13, Keith Earls. I put him... Him on the wing. Yeah, I've done the same yeah. with Howlett. I've done the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one the other, so I just put Howlett at 13 and Earls on the wing. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. I, I did nearly go with Chris Farrell at 13, to be honest. Because um, hmm. we mentioned on a separate pod that I'm a huge fan of Chris Farrell. Um, yeah. You know, he's 49 appearances, though. Um, I didn't realise he'd had a spell at Grenoble before. I, I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah, I've gone with Keith Earls, you've gone with Doug Howlett. I think does that does that show that maybe centres is a is a is a position where Munster haven't had the out and out players, you know, out and out centres that we've gone with two wingers, really? Um 
Well, I think right now they've got a few, uh, well, a couple of good centers. Um, Dale and I, I was, I was actually thinking about putting him at twelve. Yeah. So really. Um, actually, yeah, you're probably right. I can't really think of many. No, there, there were a couple yeah. of other names I looked at when I was doing this list. Trevor Halstead was one I debated, but I, I went with Mafi. I mentioned Saili. Tupoki was the 13 you had in 2008 when you won the, the Heineken Cup back then against um, Toulouse. But I don't remember him, really. Um, do you remember much no. about him? Uh, well? No, I don't. I don't at all. No. I, I've never actually seen him play. I've heard, I've heard of him, but I actually wouldn't be able to like, like tell you. Or I would, if you were to show me a picture of him, I wouldn't be able to recognise him. Yeah, he he played for a couple of seasons, but that's probably why, you know, 2007 to 2009, 29 appearances. That's a very short spell, but made a made a good appearance, made made a good impression. Obviously, won a European Cup, but yeah, like we mentioned, we've gone with separate wingers um, at 13. Um, just a quick one um, that we mentioned fail videos earlier, and you know, no one has a highlight reel of their fails. I think. Rory Scannell is probably a player that wishes that highlight reel of uh, the the little a grubber th- kick through his legs from um, Finn Russell yeah. wasn't doing the rounds, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I actually did think about him because I really, I really actually like um, Scannell. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, though, his his most memorable moment is currently that probably getting megged by Finn Russell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've mentioned I've got Doug Howlett on one wing. You've mentioned you've got Keith Earls on the other. Um, who's your other winger, Will? Simon Zebo. Simon Zebo on the other wing. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've got him in my back three. He's not on the wing, though. He's at fullback for me. Um, I've gone with Conway. Really? Yeah. Um, I think he's a cracking player. And some of the tries he scored... Are insane, really insane. So, at fifteen, I've I've got someone who's not really like memorable for their time at Munster, but I've got I've got Christian Cullen. Yeah, I wondered if you might go there. Um, let's let's talk about that one because obviously you're talking about a player who I think. The highlights reel says it all, really, and also the fact he played fullback so many times for for uh, New Zealand. You know, to, to play fullback for yeah. New Zealand, you've got to be a phenomenal player. Um, yeah, and to he was in. Um, I had like a, a squad. Like this would be a couple months ago now. I had a squad like best uh, team of all time. He was on the bench, and then like I kind of have to put him in in the best monster squad of all time. Yeah, and also I think he. One of the best, one of the best fifteens of all time. So, no, um, he's he's a player I always struggle with because he was, I, his best period for New Zealand was probably late nineties. You know, he played in the early two thousands as well. But I remember, <clears throat> I don't re- really remember much about him. Um, and Me I'm a huge fan of Mills Muliaina and uh, Ben Smith, two players who. I think are two of the best fullbacks of all time. But whenever you look at these all-time Maybe. lists, they always say that Christian Cullen was the best fullback. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Smith, he's probably one of my favourite fifteens of all time. Yeah. Um, but I don't I think he was better than Cullen, so, but he's, he was very, very good. 
Well, yeah, the, the scoring record says it all. You know, 60 appearances, 266 points. You know, this pretty incredible strike rate. And, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. Manchester Days. Only 44 appearances in, you know, a spell from 2003 to 2007. His end of his career, he was in, getting injured a lot, unfortunately, but still a cracking player. Um, I did think of the likes of Sean Payne. I did think of the likes of Felix Jones, who I think it, it was a good servant for Munster as well. Um, I am a big fan of Haley, the current uh, Munster fullback. Yeah. Um, I don't know your yeah. feelings on Haley. Do you think he should be in and around that island setter? Um, I think he could push for it like later on, but. Right now, I think... Um, Keenan and yeah, Lowry, yeah, probably. Yeah, and I, I don't even think Lowry's in the squad, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, okay, that's good, that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he might he might be good for Ireland like, later on, but currently, I don't think he's good. Uh, I don't think he's quite there. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of him. Um, he's 27 now. I think it's a case of it's gonna ha- if it happens, it has to be soonish. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Hugo Keenan as well, so I can understand why they're going with Keenan. But yeah, I think Haley deserves deserves a bit of a shot. Um, you know, obviously another winger slash fullback. I've gone with him at fullback. You've gone with him at wing. Zebo, 62 tries for Munster. How how glad were you to see him back in the Munster Red this season? Well, I'm I'm really happy that he's back, but like. I did actually find it annoying when people were commenting on all his, all his TikToks and stuff. I'll come back to Monster, come back to Monster. Because yeah. I kind of felt sparked because if he was like enjoying life in Paris, yeah, then, like, well. yeah, yeah, then everyone's just crying at him to come back to Monster. But I'm actually really happy that he's back. Yeah, and and in good form as well. He is in good form. He's got a couple of good tries. Um, to me, he looks like he's bulked out. I don't know if he has, but he looks he looks bigger now. Um, than he was when he left. Perhaps I'm perhaps I'm wrong that. Yeah. Um, obviously, you mentioned probably enjoying his time at Paris. I think I think anyone would enjoy playing in that racing team. Um, yeah. And I, I I'm glad to see him back. Um, obviously back in the Ireland setup as well. I think. Yeah. I, I was slightly surprised he got straight back in the Ireland setup only because of his continued criticism of the fact of the Irish rule which excludes player from yeah. playing overseas you know he, he's criticized yeah. that quite a lot hasn't he yeah I, i'd actually agree with him i think that the, they should be allowed to play from from overseas yeah um i take it you, you you're very glad there isn't a similar rule in scotland for the scottish team oh, i really am <laughs> yeah because there's only two scotland teams that's not a huge that's not a big a uh, big choice is it no, it's not. If you've only got two clubs, you need more more of a player pool, don't you? Good to see Zebo back in the squad, though. Um, um, and let's just quickly run through the teams then. So we've both gone with Marcus Horan, Jerry Flannery, John Hayes, O'Callaghan and O'Connell as our front five. We've then both yeah. gone with Peter O'Mahony and David Wallace. I've gone with Axel Foley. You've gone with CJ Stander. We've had a bit of a rivalry at uh, nine. I've gone with Conor Murray. You've gone with uh, Peter Stringer. Uh, I've gone with Ronald Gara. You've gone with JJ Hanrahan. Are you sticking with that? Well, a no. ten. <laughs> no. No. We've both gone with Ronald Gara at ten. Uh, likewise, both gone with Maffey. Um, I've gone with Keith Earls. You've gone with Doug Howlett at thirteen, and then vice versa. You've got Doug Howlett on 
Uh, I've got Doug Howlett on a wing. You've got Keith Hills on a wing. Um, Does that? Sorry, I don't think that really matters though, because you've still got like the same players. Like I'd be just as happy to move Ireland in a thirteen. Yeah, I, I, I personally probably would say Keith Hills was a better winger than a thirteen, um, which mm-hmm. is going against what I normally do, which is pick players in their best positions. But yeah, I felt you have to have Keith Hills in there somewhere, um, and I just wanted yeah. Conway, um, which is a bit of a bias towards his. Um, and then you've gone with Christian Cullen at fullback. I think both are very strong yeah. teams. Um, out of those, yeah. who would you pick as your captain? There's a few big names there. Um, you know, Wallace could do a job. CJ Stando, Mahoney, O'Connell, all of those are, would be adequate captains. Ogara as well at ten. So, I'd go. I think it's a straightforward decision. I think O'Connell. O'Connell, yeah. Because he he can he's like probably one of the best captains ever. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I would agree with you there. Um, I do you know what though? That there's something that makes me want to say. Um, Peter O'Mahony. I don't. I think it's because of that. It really does seem to bleed Munster. Yeah, I I, I see I see what you mean. Um. I think I'll probably agree with O'Connell, um, although I do have Axel Foley in as well, so it is tempting to say Foley. Um, but let's go with O'Connell as our captain. The last question is, who would you have as your coach? We always ask this question. Um, this one, though, I think you've got some huge names. Um, just looking at them here, you know, you've got, just going back to all the way to 97, 98, you had John Bevan, but then from there on, it's Declan Kidney, Alan Gaffney. Uh, Declan Kidney came back then. Tony McGahan, Rob Penny, Anthony Foley, Razi Erasmus, and Johan van Graan. I, I honestly find that a really difficult pick to find a name that I'd select. Um, I'd probably go between Declan Kidney, Rob Penny, uh, Anthony Foley, and Razi Erasmus. Is that a fair assessment? That's like half the coaches that are there, isn't it? Yeah, it is half the coaches. I can't decide. I'm really struggling. It's one of those four for me. Which one? Yeah. Which one would you take? Uh, Erasmus. You'd go Razi Erasmus. Oh, obviously, only one season, but did win the Coach of the Season award that year for the Pro 12. 77% win ratio in that season. Um, That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, um, oh, it's tough. Really tough, that one. Two se- Sorry, two seasons he had. Um, I think I'll go Declan Kidney. I think he was a good coach. Um Obviously, more famous for what he did with Ireland, but he did win two European Cups with you. Um, did win the Celtic League. I, yeah, just about Declan Kidney, but yeah, it's tough with Rob Penny as well and and uh, Razi Rasmus. Anyway, that's that's our decisions for our Munster 15 and coach. Um, thanks very much, Will, for coming on. It's been a real pleasure. Really enjoyed doing this one. Um, Having me on. And. Tough, tough back row. Tough back row decisions, definitely. Yeah. Which squad would win? Ooh. Should we, we leave that up to the, the TikTok faithful? Should we stick it on TikTok and see which yeah. one they say? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Um, thanks very much, mate. And uh, look forward to speaking to you soon. Likewise.